0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's get to some of these daily baseball matchups. Let's start in Pittsburgh. We have the Pirates and the D backs squaring off. Arizona minus 190 on the money line. Pittsburgh plus 155. Total of seven runs. Zach Allen going for the D backs 6 and 1 this year with a 2 3 5 ERA. He is plus one ninety to win the NL Cy Young. He's the favorite, uh, and Johan Oviedo going for the Buccos. two and three five fourteen ERA. Jank or God, I wanted to call you Jenks. KJ, is there a way <laughs> that you're playing this one?
1: No, there's no value in it, even on run line situations. Arizona's thirteen and seven on the road, so this screams Arizona all day. Now, if there may be a nugget in there. And if you can find it, look at the stolen base props, Pittsburgh leads the league in stolen bases with 50 and Arizona 34. Both of them are well above the average in the league. So maybe you might see some base running, but again, yeah, you know, Corbin Carroll stolen base at plus two ten. So that might be some play where you can see some value inside the game in a game that I don't think you'll see much value in. Uh, maybe the under is a play there where, Gallon could be so dominant that you don't see runs from Pittsburgh, and Arizona doesn't have to put up a bunch of runs to win the game. So maybe the the, the under at plus one hundred five, uh, under seven runs, maybe a play here as well. So stolen base prop, and maybe the under of seven.
0: I think I would look at maybe the Diamondbacks in the first five minus a half at minus 120 just because Zach Allen has been so dominant. And the problem with the Pirates is usually they are only a play when Mitch Keller is pitching. They have lost seven of their last 10 games. In those three lowly wins that they've had in their last 10, two of those have been when Mitch Keller is pitching. So he is the pitcher that you want to back when the 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 pirates are playing although i'll say that rich hill did a nice job last time around blanking the detroit tigers in the pirates last win uh ate nothing over the tigers but the diamondbacks like you said are a scrappy team that is very good at uh, generating runs by playing some small ball like you said they're excellent Mm -hmm. at stealing bases Let's look at the the first five runs per game for Arizona. They have one of the better marks in baseball. Top 10 in first five runs scored in all of baseball, averaging 2.75 runs per game in the first five innings. I think that's the way that I'm going. Arizona, minus a half in the first five. Let's go to Toronto. Blue Jays, Orioles, Baltimore plus 125, Toronto minus 150, Total of nine runs. Kyle Gibson going for the O's, four and three, four, six, seven ERA against Yusei Kikuchi, who sports a spotless five and O record with a three, eight, nine ERA. KJ, when I look at this game, I feel like I see the offenses and I want to take the over. Are you with me or are you seeing this game differently?
1: I like the over, but I also like the Orioles outright. You, you mentioned dude to spotless. Well, nobody stays spotless the whole year in the league. So you're 5 and If you said he's 5-0 and oh, and he's got like an ERA of uh, like 3.1, then I'd say, you know what? This guy's been lights out. But once you start creeping up towards 4, you're really average. So Baltimore's been above average with the bats. So after what they've gone through with this series with the Angels – and Toronto has had some slippage with the pitching situation through the season. I like Orioles outright in this game on the run line. So I like them at plus 125 on the money line to, to win outright. Yeah. And But I do like the over on the total as well.
0: Right. Both of these teams have been very good this season. The O's come in with the second best record, I believe, in the American League at 28 and 16. Yep. The Blue Jays, 25 and 19. Although I'll say this, it's hard to fade the Blue Jays at home. They're 13 and 6 this year, but the Orioles always a viable, you know, factor here as an underdog. Uh, although they're just nine and 10 this year, when underdogs, when they're favorites, that's usually the time to play them, as they are 19 and 4 on the year but i'll be playing the over here i think we see plenty of offenses uh offense going for two of the best hitting teams in all of baseball i think kyle gibson is perfectly capable of giving it up and like you said say kikuchi has a perfect record but also i think these orioles hitters can uh get a hold of his stuff uh if they can um you know get past the strikeouts because kikuchi we know is usually a good strikeout pitcher so he's having a great year but I think the O's can scratch across at least a couple runs before getting to the bullpen. Let's go to Atlanta, Mariners, Braves. We have Seattle plus 125, Braves minus 155, total of eight and a half runs. Bryce Miller going for Seattle, 2 0 with a 0. 0.47 ERA. And it's Bryce Elder going for Atlanta, 3 0 with a one nine four ERA. Bryce Miller is plus 800, the third favorite to win AL Rookie of the Year. KJ, what do you think here?
1: This is kind of a stay-away game for me because is there any value on the Braves? Um, Maybe an under, it's either, you know what I mean? It's the same odds, under and over. So yeah, the Braves are just the wagon. I I just don't know if, well, wait a minute. Okay, well, it's a stay-away game because you feel like, ah, yeah, the Braves for sure, but then you don't know when you don't know what are you doing
0: about? Do you not want to trust their bullpen? Because I think that's what I am feeling here with the <sighs> Braves. Because yes, they are the much better team, uh, but sometimes uh, the bullpen can come in and give it up. I think this is another ruined. first five play where you have an yeah. Atlanta offense that's top five in the majors and run scored in first five innings. And also, if you look at the advanced metrics, Atlanta is yeah. such a good hitting team. The hard hit percentage for Atlanta leads all of baseball at 37% because we've had this discussion on the show before what stats matter when you're talking about baseball, because there's a thousand of them. I think hard hit Mm. percentage is one that we should probably be looking at because Mm. even if they are not, you know, getting hits off some of these hard hits, eventually they're going to find the holes because KJ, you played baseball growing up. You know, this. sometimes you can have a great day at the plate where you're hitting the ball well, but it just goes right at people. So I think hard hit percentage is a way to kind of take that out and it will regress to hits, you know, even if it's not finding the holes every single time.
1: Yeah, that, but after a while you start telling yourself an outs and out, <laughs> you know, so, you know, give me, you know, okay. The first time, great. I hit the ball solid. So I know I'm making contact, but if now times two and three are outs, so I'm like, okay they know where to be, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I do wonder where the bullpen is as the game goes on. Um, I, I look, I have a ticket for the Atlanta to win the whole thing. I got it at eight to one. It's, it's down, I think now to five to one. So I think overall, and, and sometimes when series begin, I'm a little hesitant because you just don't know what the feeling out is. You don't know what adjustments you need to make. So maybe I stay off of this game and come back to the Saturday game where then I could say, okay, was the bullpen excessively used yesterday? You know, did the starters go deep yesterday? Seattle making contact with the ball or not? So sometimes in games like this, especially uh, interleague play, I kind of want to feel out kind of the first round to see who's ready to fight and who's not. So this, I, I, probably I play tomorrow's game uh, this in Seattle-Atlanta more so than tonight's game.
0: This is a tough one because Bryce Miller has been so good for the Mariners, but it is very much a small sample size with only three starts on the year. But he's only allowed one earned run through 19 innings of work. But two of those three games were against some very light-hitting offenses against the Tigers and against the A's. The other game against the Astros, who – have not been the power hitters that we've seen in years past, but still they have some good hitters in the lineup. I wonder if this is the falling back to earth moment for Bryce Miller as he faces one of the best hitting offenses in all of baseball. So KJ, I'm kind of with you. I feel like this is a stay away for me. Let's go to the Dodgers Cardinals. Dodgers minus 135, Cardinals plus 110. A total of eight and a half runs for a game (laughs) that just hit the over by like 12 runs. Uh, KJ, talk me off the over here because I know that Tony Gonsolin is good, but Steven Matz for St. Louis, I feel like he can be hit up a bit by these Dodgers bats.
1: Yeah, normally in any other situation or most other situations, you would say after a team, two teams combined for almost 25 runs the night before, you're tempted to go with the under the next day. But it almost feels like this could be a revenge game inside of a series. For the Dodgers. And and yeah, so I can't talk you off of that over, which is now at nine. So, yeah, I think the Dodgers kind of get a little bit of payback, it probably maybe a 7-2 game, something like that, where they're 7, I mean, 8-2 a, a, a game, something like that, where they probably can duplicate what they did last night in terms of run total, but this time win the game.
0: Yeah, it's just you look at the lineups for both of these teams, and it's like looking at Team USA between Mookie Betts, Nolan Arenado, Wilson Contreras. I know he's not Team USA, but still Nolan Gorman, good God. The lineups for both of these teams are just so good. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.